All right, guys, welcome back to episode number eight of the Well-Rounded Wealth Podcast. Today, it's a little different episode. Um, not really going to be diving into any deep topic or anything like that. But it we might won. go there. <laughs> <laughs> could. Who knows? It could. Um, but we kind of noticed that we want to be a little bit more relatable as this podcast and this the purpose behind this is to um, have others be on this journey with us as they grow in their lives too. So we wanted to give you guys a little bit more of a background of who we are, interest, where we are in life, and that sort of thing. Kind of do a deep dive on Jack and I. So Yeah, so basically we set this episode up where we have, we have it's almost the same questions that we have for each other, but we're kind of going to go from Patrick and I will be interviewing Patrick and then vice versa. Kind of like a hot seat type situation where or interview where one person's asking the questions, other person's giving the answers. We might end up doing some back and forth just because we're so used to that, but who knows? But that's that's the whole gist of what we want to do. And yeah, we just thought we'd do something a little more fun, lighthearted. And we were like, at this point, we might have some listeners that don't actually know us outside of the podcast. And we just thought this could be a cool chance just to, yeah, give people an idea of more of who we are, where we come from and all that fun stuff. Yep. Let's do it. All right, Pat, you ready? I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, just basics. Uh, what's your name? How old are you? Yeah. So I, my name is Patrick, Patrick Collins. Um, I am 22 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. And what are you up to right now, Patrick, besides outside of well-rounded wealth? What are you doing? Yeah. So outside, just in terms of interest, um, I just completed an Ironman. Um, Congratulations. Which, yeah, which is a very crazy experience, and I'm sure at, at some point I'll, we'll be sharing some pictures from that. Um, we should. We yeah. Should. So that was really cool. Trained with some really incredible people, um, and it was definitely a journey, big time commitment. Um, and just for anyone who doesn't know, Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and uh, marathon. So. Took me a long time, <laughs> twelve <laughs> hours and fifteen minutes. That's but, crazy. Um, I also enjoy kind of just business stuff in general and um, continuing to learn. Um, and then I am also really passionate about fitness and and science. So uh, specifically exercise science. So doing a little bit of studying in that as well as, and I'm sure you've heard in some of the episodes, like one of the previous ones we did on on alcohol and how it affects your body that that kind of stuff is super interesting to me so yeah um and then i guess career-wise work what i'm what i'm doing it was um i am a business development um kind of i guess spearheading a group for a construction management company so yeah nice so if you had to write maybe a three paragraph bio of you right now what do you think roughly that would be like what's if you had to come up with a three paragraph story what is that story yeah great question so i always think understanding who someone is you have to understand where they came from so me where i came from i had great parents grew up in a great childhood had great friends um but there was always something internally where i just cared too much about what other people think thought so um I was always taught you you work hard, you get good grades, you put a lot of effort into whatever you're doing, um, you treat people respectfully, and 
eventually by the time you're 30, 40, whatever, 50, you'll be able to retire. So going through the middle stages of my life right now, and don't worry, I'm 22, so I don't have everything figured out, <laughs> but I had that in mind. So I, I worked hard. I played lacrosse in college I, at the University of Richmond, and then I graduated early. Um, I only played lacrosse for two years, and said my third year, got my pilot's license, and I was heading into a, a job that paid super well in investment banking and um but all that I was doing because I thought that's how I got to be successful and accomplished it later in life so when I had that kind of realization that that's not all that life is about that was a super important transition for me that you need to do what makes you happy and what you're passionate about. It could be scrubbing dishes in the back of a kitchen just because you love that environment. Um, but I knew that for me, that if I kept going on this path, I would be that guy that was sitting on his deathbed and said, I wish I didn't work this hard or I wish I had, or I wish I had taken a risk or something like that. So um, since then, I've made it my goal to help others get away from that path and that realization and also inspire others to do things that they never thought they would have been able to do so that was my whole mantra and goal during the Ironman I had this this phrase and it was my why and it's when your mind and your body are connected your possibilities are limitless and I truly believe that and I think anyone um, can definitely hold themselves to that as well so he just also answered my next three questions. Uh, <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let oh, me, yeah. Well, let me, I, I'm going to dive into this one. What drives you to want to achieve success? What's that motivating factor? Yeah, I think so. It's probably more than one, but. Yeah. I, and, and this this is a, a constantly evolving thing. That's something that drives you. So. For me, I always want to do put, or put my best foot forward at whatever I'm doing, um, just to give people a um, <laughs> sense of how crazy I am or whatever. <laughs> so um, I have never done a triathlon before doing the Ironman, <laughs> so, um, which uh, the triathlon is the swim, bike, run. And I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to go out and go to complete it. I want to get around or sub 12 hours <laughs> so that that's just how my brain works i, I want to work towards a goal because i want to be the best or do the best that my capability allows me to do so that's that is one of my motivating factors in success or in driving myself towards accomplishment and, and success but i also want to and this has been part of my transition in what i'm doing I also want to make sure that it's aligning with my passions and values. So yes, I can put my best foot forward at doing something that I don't love or I don't, um, or, or I don't find passion in. And for someone like me, that can be kind of dangerous because I always have the sense of if I'm not putting my best foot forward, then that's, that reflects poorly on me. 
But if it's not something that's for me, then it's okay to step back and step away. So, yeah. So I have a follow-up question to that. Okay. It's kind of why I addressed the, there's a chance it could get a little deep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Are there, have you ever felt any experiences of either pain, shame, insecurity that almost forced you to work harder and to capture a new drive? Did you ever have a switching point that changed the way that you approach your daily routine? I'll say this before you answer. You are one of the most driven people up there. I know personally you're the most driven person I've ever met, hands down. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you weren't driven at one point, but at some point, you changed. I, I don't know when, but that's my perspective. So I'm going to dive in and ask the, not what happened, but yeah, it happened. Um, that's, that's a really interesting point too. And probably something that I could still do some reflection on. Um, because I would say it kind of hit a switch in high school. So for those who are listening, I'm not perfect at all. I'm not a super genius. I'm not super athletic. I'm athletic. I'm naturally, I think I'm naturally smart, which I'm very um, appreciative of that I have good parents, good genetics, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not the best of the best, anything like that. However, I do pride myself on, and, and it's one of my kind of defining factors that I know that if I'm going to put my mind to something I'm and I really want to do it, I'm going to do it. So I would say in high school, probably around sophomore year is when that switched because, and this will probably get a little deep, but um, I definitely did not have a, a smooth transition to high school. I was, as I mentioned, always worried about what other people thought, always worried about body image and being insecure. Um, I tried to make friends with um, some of the more athletic group of people just because I was an athlete, but it wasn't really my kind of group. And that was hard for me asking people to like hang out and them being like, no, but yet I'm around them all the time playing sports. So you think you have friends, but outside of sports, it's not really friends. So it was, it was a really isolating time for me. And I also went through a tough spot with relationships too and um, just a bunch of stuff happened. So after that kind of moment, I knew that I just didn't want to feel like this helpless sense anymore. I wanted to kind of define my life for what I wanted it to be. And in a way, it was it was driving when people said, oh, you can't do that, or, oh, like, you're crazy for doing that. And I was like, yeah, well, guess what? I bet you I can do that, or, like, I bet you I will beat you at that. And which, like, I've noticed that I have to be careful with because, to my my point, for someone like me and someone who's, I I guess, classify myself as achiever or workaholic, it's really dangerous because... I can find myself going down a path where I'm just straight working towards 
some number goal or some material goal just to prove it to someone and then then i reach it and they're like oh wow cool you proved it and i'm like okay i just spent all that time doing it so that person could tell me wow yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm like mm -hmm. okay what the heck so um yeah I, I guess that's probably my story behind that is i've definitely not been perfect and i definitely haven't always had that behind me but I think as life progresses and as you go through tougher times, you kind of start to get molded into what you want to be. And then you also have the ability ability, and what Jack and I through Well-Rounded Wealth are trying to portray. You have the ability to carve that path. You don't always have to go down the one that is paved for you. Yeah. And going right back into Well-Rounded Wealth and us, what's your ideal makeup? of well-rounded wealth what is well-rounded wealth to you or like what do you want it to be yeah when it started and and when i i i can remember the exact like three-day progression like i had kind of a breakdown because i realized i was just working to work so that i could be financially successful in 30 years and i sent you um a video and and i read the book by bill perkins die with zero and I had this epiphany, like, I, I'm not living that way anymore. So I know that if there's someone like me that has felt that, there's other people out there that could possibly be under the wrong impression. And I, I told Jack, if one other person listening to this changes their trajectory, that is good enough for me. Um, now, based on the feedback we've gotten and kind of how we've grown the website and, and that kind of stuff. This is definitely something that I would continue love to see it reach more people. But I think that not only will it allow people to kind of come out of the the space that they're in, if, if they're in one that they don't want to be, but it's also like, I get a ton of enjoyment from you guys um, and hearing certain um, feedback on what we're talking about. I mean, it is so gratifying. It's great. And it's really great. We're not doing this for money. We like, I honestly don't really care if we make a cent. Like, I just want to help people and change everyone's life for the better. So, yeah. So, one more little question for you. All right. What is one of your favorite memories of you and I's friendship? Okay. Just specifically you and I. I mean, we could be with other people, yeah. but maybe like a moment uh, with me and you. Um, I w so this one might surprise you. Okay. So Jack and I have been friends forever. Um, you've heard a bunch of stories. We're we're going out and and being stupid and, <laughs> and drinking or whatever. But I remember way back, and this is probably elementary school. It had to be like third grade or something like that. Okay. I hate scary movies, <laughs> so <laughs> I remember. I know what you're gonna say. Oh my god! Keep going. Movies. Keep going. Like, just for example, um, me and some friends, and we went on a double date. They turned the Conjuring on. Within the first five minutes, I was under a blanket. Next five minutes, I was out of the room. <laughs> so like, I hate them. So I go over to Jack's house. It's third grade, and he's like, 
you want to watch a funny movie? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, let's do it. And he's like, oh, it's called Scary Movie 3. I'm like, that doesn't sound funny. And he's like, oh, it's like a cheesy, super, like, knockoff one. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll try it out. So we're, like, watching it. It's like 30 minutes goes by. Like, I don't find anything funny. <laughs> like, an hour goes by. Like, there's still a lot of suspense. Like, I am have really heightened, so <laughs> like, funny. emotions. And, and then I'm, like, it gets to the end of the movie. I'm like, Jack, where's the funny parts? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? This is, like, super cheesy. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> so to give, to give Patrick some credit for everyone that knows what Scary Movie is, it was Scream 3. It was oh. a real horror movie. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember it was um, it was fifth or sixth grade. This oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe i slightly lied about how funny the movie was <laughs> oh it's so funny i, I yeah. remember that i remember that vividly now so obviously that does not sound like something that'd be a favorite memory but it was it was like the night after where we were just laughing and i was like dude you showed me a scary movie and this was, it was not funny at all <laughs> and then we i think just ended up watching or playing like Call of Duty or something like that, and we shooting the shits. I remember <laughs> like, that. Um, just you and I. That was probably one of my fondest memories. That like I, I will be scarred by and <laughs> always enjoy. I forgot about that. That's so funny. Right? That's probably day. weren't expecting that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, any other ones you want to fire at? Um, yeah. Future goals for the podcast or for well-rounded wealth in general. Do you do you have any any trajectory that you see? Yeah, I definitely want to, um, we have a newsletter coming that we've been working on. Um, and then I would, when, when we first started this too, one of the things that I thought would be really cool um, that's not traditional to most social media or, or podcast forums is actually having an in-person or even Zoom capability to where we can bring on other just normal people who aren't famous, who aren't other podcasters, cut podcasters but just want to talk about their experience with how they've changed because i think it's really important especially nowadays we see so many people that are showing their highlight reel or, or talking with other people that are professional podcasters or youtubers or whatever it is mm -hmm. and i know nothing about that world i really don't like social media to be honest but i want to get this message out and i want to help people so i think it'd be really cool to hear listeners feedback and be able to bring them on all right. That's all I got for you, Pat. All right. Well, I appreciate the questions, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. So now we're up for uh, Jack Mullen on the hot seat. All right. <laughs> what you got for me? All Maybe right. Some more questions. Yeah. But... Nope. Well, I'm throwing a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just real quick basics, where you are, uh, who you are, where, where you're at in life. Yeah. So uh, name is Jack Mullen. I'm 22 years old. I am graduating from college in about a week. We are... Ooh. We actually record at my school in the basement of our communication school. They have audio suites, and that's where we record. So that's what I've been up to. I, uh, For work this semester, I was going to Elon Elementary, the elementary school, and I was um, tutoring slash assistant teaching there um, a few times a week, and that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, great experience. I'm a... I'm getting my degree in film, uh, cinema and television arts to be specific. My minor is in economics. And it's been really cool because I've 
I wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't have this podcast if I didn't major in film. I took an audio class and I learned how to use this entire studio. Got great tutorials, understand how to do the mics. Um, My classmate Brandon is behind us right now, looking at our levels, making sure we're sounding nice and clean. Shout out Brandon. Shout out to you, Brandon, (laughs) we appreciate the help. And yeah, and being able to edit these podcasts, go into go into Pro Tools, um, knowing what a master is, knowing how to compress audio. That's been a huge, that's been huge. Uh, that was my favorite class I learned. And I might be looking into some jobs after school based on audio. And I think having this podcast would be something really cool to show employers that we made something, we did something. I think that's neat. Yeah. I talked about last episode. I also miss acting every day and just performing. That's part of why I love this podcast. Not that this is definitely different from performing because we're, <laughs> we're just being very, we're trying to be as real as we can be and honest about yeah. these topics, which has been really, really amazing. But I, it is kind of a thrill though, knowing that the things that we say are going to be, I guess, like projected to a crowd. And I, I love entertaining. That's kind of why I, where I can, I try to throw in a few jokes just to, just to get some light, some lightheartedness in the mood and things like that. I, I love entertaining. I love yeah. uh, doing creative things. And just, I guess, just yeah. for background, guys, Jack was an amazing class president and gave some <laughs> amazing speeches <laughs> that were both serious and funny. That was great. I was like, I, I well, looking back, I really pulled the, the Adolf Hitler method. <laughs> I, <laughs> what? No, all right, there, there's some context there. Not in the way he public speaks. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Oh, okay. I, I was yeah. like, <laughs> I didn't study Hitler for my elementary school election. <laughs> I was like, we were brainwashed. <laughs> no, but I I did the thing where I would I would just get really hyped. It'd just be like, we're gonna change the school. Like I oh, would. Yeah. I I was a build. I did the build. Like at first it was like the basics, and then I had some crazy lines in there and just would get everyone hyped and that was how i did those speeches <laughs> that really takes me back those are some cool moments those are those are great moments <laughs> I, I really remember those <laughs> um but yeah those are all great interests and um it's been really fascinating honestly coming in here because i was a business and or finance and accounting major and this is a completely new world that you've been able to open me up to which is really cool so, yeah, and, and we're yeah. filming. We're being filmed right now. I kind of keep forgetting about that. Yep. That's that's our first time introducing this. Got some help from another film major to set everything up. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. cool that we have the opportunity to do this stuff, and it's going to yeah. be fun to figure it out once I graduate and yep. no longer have access to this stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep some content coming. But anyway, back to you. Yeah. Um, what is your story, and how have you gotten to where you are today? Okay. Um, I would say that... I started off having, I always had a great childhood, not started off having one, but growing up, I had a fantastic childhood, very loved by my parents, very loved by my parents, very supported. We were truly, me and my sister were truly blessed to experience true love in our childhood. We got that. That was amazing. I, surprisingly to some people, I was definitely... I think meek is actually a very interesting word to describe myself growing up a little bit. I, yeah, yeah, I just, I'd never had that really masculine competitive energy that like, for example, some other guys in the neighborhood had, I wasn't, I I mean, I would like 
get involved, get aggressive, play pickup basketball, like wrestle sometimes. But I, yeah. I was definitely, even as a child, I wouldn't describe myself as alpha competitive. Even at that young age, there was a difference, like even take away pre-puberty testosterone. That was kind of how I was. Yeah. And honestly, I started to come out of my shell more when, oh, and I, I feared authority like crazy. I hated getting in trouble. If I went on yellow light, wow. it was terrible. That was the worst thing in the world. If I <laughs> if they moved my little paper clip that said Jack <laughs> M on it from green to yellow, that meant the world was going to end. Oh, wow. A hundred percent. I hated getting in trouble so much. And looking back, okay. I think it's ridiculous and I wish I acted up more. <laughs> yeah, um, I was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you were. <laughs> uh, parents, uh, if I was in trouble with my parents, even when they put me in timeout, I would feel terrible. I'd I just, I never wanted to disappoint anyone, even at that young of an age or upset. I hate upsetting people. Uh, that's still something that sticks a little bit today. Yeah. But the first time I came out of my shell was doing things in elementary school, like running for student council, getting on a podium in front of my whole classmates and doing something crazy where you guys all would just clap for me. It was like, wow, that was awesome. That was so cool. And then other parents, when I spoke at elementary school graduation told my mom that she should get me into acting and stuff like that and I was really hesitant to get into acting for a while because acting isn't cool in middle school when you're in sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade that's not like, cool at all that's that's weird at least <laughs> <laughs> not actually but like and that was my mindset so I always avoided that and I my biggest rough patch was probably middle school um, where I experienced similar things as you I remember trying to hang out with the crowd that I wasn't really friends with. And the truth is I didn't even know them that well or had close connections. I would hang out with them because they were, at least in my perspective, a cool people to hang out with. And that was the only reason I was hanging out with them. Yeah. Which uh, that's that's like, I hate that so much. Yeah. Like looking back, it, we'll, I almost we'll cringe thinking back that. at that. That would be a good episode. So yeah. this is how we talk normally. We're like, oh, that'd be a cool <laughs> podcast episode. <laughs> but, and then, again, though, at seventh grade, I was on, um, I had a lot of classes with, like, Clayton and Mitchell, uh, King of Friends with JP and yeah. um, Nate and all those guys that we're still really close with today. And I'll, I don't admit this much, and I feel like we both did this. We kind of low-key left some friends in the dust to hang out with other groups Oh yeah, a little bit. We, I think you and I both did that in different directions, but we both did that. And I luckily in seventh grade, I I had class with them. I didn't even see them all year because I didn't have classes with my old friends either from the elementary school. And then we started hanging out again. I was like, wait, no, these might be my people. Yeah. This might be where I belong. Um, and then Andrew, um, who we know I became best friends with, he he taught me how to not fear authority so much because he would get in trouble all the time <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then and then we became a duo so i get in trouble right with him and he kind of broke that barrier for me of like upsetting people isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you upset somebody yeah and that stuff and then and then that and then in eighth grade my mom forced me to go into acting the thing i love i was forced to do and <laughs> i loved it to death and then acted in high school did the musicals did the plays did all that fun stuff and then you and I reconnected, I would say, around our junior year. Yep. I'm just going through it all. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um, we kind of 
we were really close like fifth sixth seventh grade and then we kind of lost touch and a big part of that was the middle school would like split us up and half the school would never see each other yeah. so that was a part of that and then we kind of reconnected and then junior year of high school was probably the that was compared to everything else best year of my life because we yeah. would all just hang out all the time and we finally hit that level of we don't care about the social hierarchies of high school another episode we could talk about and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we just want we just like having fun with each other whatever people think whatever wherever people imagine that we stand and whatever whatever like popularity or like social hierarchy within the high school environment we stand whatever yeah was, we were absolute goofball we were such goofballs. we were we were nerdy goofballs <laughs> like it was great but we also yeah uh we don't need to get into the friend group i feel like we do that all the time yeah but yeah so then i um i decided to major in film and a big reason i did one i also love movies and all of that stuff love um love cinema love love plays love acting love watching acting studying acting and i movies really intrigue me of how they're made and i decided that yeah that's what i want to major in and then i convinced myself i wanted to be a film director and a producer uh just because that in my head there was more of a ladder to climb and a more sensical version besides acting and throughout college every time i've directed actors and i love the actors i've worked with i'm like oh I could do it like this. Like I could be in front of the camera. And I, I know how I would do it <laughs> all the time, dude. Every every time I'm even on a set, like I'm like, how would I do this? How? And and because we're both somewhat competitive people, I'm like, how can I do this better? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can I do this better? And um, and yeah, and then I and then I interned with talent management, and that's where we um, represent actors on the more business side, try to get them auditions, and I had the opportunity to work with some of the actors and. For some reason, they trusted a college kid to run some auditions with them. I got to tape some of our actors, and I would give them notes, and like I would break down their scripts, and I was that was the best part of the job. Again, to work with them, there's there's some talented actors, but I was like, well, no, I I miss this. Like I I'm behind the camera, and I'm really enjoying the collaboration. I was like, I, I want to be in front of the camera. And I would I started teaching. I'd start telling this one guy about Stanislavski and his method and all of that. I was like, oh yeah, this is. This is what I, I miss this do. stuff, and so yeah, that's um, and now the path going forward is figuring out because I went all over the place here, and that's how my brain is right now. Is <laughs> where from here, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm freaking out, but I'm really excited. Yeah, and, and that's that's the whole part of this journey, and and that's the whole part of well-rounded wealth. And speaking of that, like, what is your ideal makeup or or of well-rounded wealth, and what do you want to get out of it? Yeah, so well-rounded wealth for me, it started, we started it essentially together. Actually, to break down yeah, we, how it was started, I, I think in the intro episode, we talked about you calling me yeah. and us talking about it. Patrick came up with the title. Title's Patrick's. He came up with it. He coined it. <laughs> logo is Patrick's. He came up with the logo. Um, and it's uh, like the circle because it's rounded, if you will. Great job, Patrick. <laughs> rounded with imperfections you had the idea of starting a website and doing a blog yeah and then i had always kind of wanted to do a podcast or something like this so i brought forth the idea of the podcast yep and we decided to do them both and um so that's kind of the collaboration i handle most of the stuff on the podcast side and you handle um website blog stuff like 
operations, um, networking, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, anyway, so that's kind of just to give you guys an idea of how we operate and that yeah. stuff. But where so I see it, good teamwork. My, yeah. So my ideal makeup of how I just want it to be, I mean, similar to what you said at first, I, I definitely had that block of, I want this to really be for us very much. If we're enjoying it, then that's what matters. If people don't like it, if people aren't clicking with it, who cares? Yep. We're liking it. We think it's cool. Yeah. But then we got <laughs> feedback that said we do like it. <laughs> and, and we and were like, other people oh. thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, and then we, and Patrick and I just have this mindset. Okay, well, well, now we need to get the Instagram. We need to market. We need to do the advertisements. Let's, let's take sound bites from these episodes and put them on the Instagram. And let's try to get some maybe entertaining parts that'll intrigue listeners to check out the podcast and all those business, like all those yeah. strategies to try to get more listeners, which we've gotten into. And now we're at a point I would, I'd love for it to grow. I'd love yeah. for it to grow. I'd love for it to get better and better. We mentioned the sound stage that we're on sound. It's not sound stage. The studio, <laughs> the, <laughs> the studio that we're at right now is maybe no longer accessible, but we have already talked extensively about how we're still going to get good audio and things like that. And yeah, I guess as long as you and I are enjoying these episodes, the recording together, I'm very happy with well-rounded well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think that's it'll it'll be a fun journey as it keeps growing. So, um, so I guess that too, in terms of like why for well-rounded well, but why? What is your why? My why would inspire me to do it. One, because I resonated with you so heavily when you gave me that call about quitting your job. Because one, I was very much, yeah, I'm probably going to go into somewhat of a corporate aspect, become an employee, maybe do some sound, which I I love sound. I love editing these podcasts. I love doing that. I would not hate it if I did something in that field. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I, I could do that. Maybe get stuck somewhere there. Maybe I could you know, be in the Miller at a talent agency, climb the ladder, work my way up, be a PA at a set, climb the ladder, work my way up. And those don't sound terrible by any means because I love this industry so much and I love what I've learned and how the industry operates, how film sets operates. I do love that stuff. But I was like, yeah, it, it just almost freaked me out because it also there's another passion that I have that I love more than anything. And even though it's so risky. So you really spoke to me. And I always think about the deep stuff that we've been talking about because I'm just a huge thinker. I pace in my room and I think, and it's usually <laughs> Jack, Jack. Yeah, he knows what it's called. It's called Jackland. <laughs> and we and we think of things like I just think of kind of these topics of what we're talking about. And I've always a lot of things lately, especially in our generation and the media that we're exposed to feels incredibly superficial to me. Not everything. I found some great podcasts. I found some great YouTube channels, all that good stuff. But I was like, I just like want to be real, not talk in a way that's generating popularity, generating some, some heat or anything like that, saying certain things that will make us popular. And the goal of being popular, famous, i I want to squash that forever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's definitely where I want this. I don't I don't want to become famous from Well-Rounded Wealth. I'd love for the brand name to be successful, and I'd love to have a lot of listeners. But 
I no longer, I, yeah, no, no longer. There was a time when I cared about being famous. I would say I would never want people to, one, look up to me and someone they aspire to be. That weirds me out. I would, <laughs> <laughs> not, not like weirds me out. It, admiration is very sweet and that's that's very kind that if someone looks at me and my character and admires that, that's fantastic. But I would never want to be someone that someone is like, I wish I wish I was more like that person. Never wish to be like someone else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much I could go on and on, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. I think um a little tangent off Jack and then I got one more question. But um speaking of the well rounded wealth, like we don't want it to be like we don't want us to gain fame from it. What I actually think would be even cooler is if well-rounded wealth, if we, if our names, Patrick Collins and Jack Vaughn, was not associated with well-rounded wealth, but well-rounded wealth was a phrase or term that that parents, that peers, that um, people you look up to use in terms of how to create a life that is enjoyable, that you follow your passions, um, and that you can live that fulfilling life of of absolute joy like just have it have the brand be a, a phrase i think that'd be really cool like, that would be really cool like i, I want well-rounded wealth so. and i never want i never want this i don't know what brand to be a yeah. t- a textbook in yeah. how to do things ever because we're not qualified and we could have <laughs> i'm so serious there are things that you and i have said on past episodes i don't know if that was right i don't know if that was true it's all true to me in the moment but i don't know if anything we said is actually the correct advice to give to somebody so i i want everyone listening to be knowledge knowledgeable of that that we it's not us saying we have all the answers it's very we're very all of this is very opinionated very anecdotal we are using anecdotal evidence which is taking our own experiences and what we have learned from those and developing our own opinions and values based off of that that's what we do here yeah and it's a growing process it's it's a journey not only for us but that hopefully you the listeners can also relate to um, but anyway, back to Jack. <laughs> what is one of your favorite memories of our friendship? I I have one too, and it's not besides the one we covered in the last. Episode. And I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> 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 Mine is last summer, um, beginning of last summer, okay. and it was at Clayton's Mountain House that we like to stay at. Yeah, we, um, we'll go with our dad sometimes. Yeah, it was just us. It was well. It was you, me, Clayton, our buddy Thomas. One day he'll be on the podcast. Don't worry. And <laughs> we were all, we were hanging out in the basement and you were like, hey, Jack, want to play some ping pong? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I played, I don't even know how, I have a crazy backhand and I was kicking your ass with it. And <laughs> the first game, I won the game. I beat Patrick in ping pong. Write it down. <laughs> and, and then... You were really subtle about it, Patrick. You're like, hey, Jared, do you want to play again? And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally, man. 
This guy comes in swinging. He comes in swinging. <laughs> he, he's, I don't know how he became Roger Federer in the next two minutes. And he was only targeting at my forehand because he knew I had a good backhand. And he was pulling out all the tricks, doing his little <laughs> like backspin on the ball to make me miss it. And he killed me. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, I, but I also yeah. loved it because I was like, that is who you are. Yeah. That, that little <laughs> story is who you are in a nutshell. And it's a great thing. I love it. I I beat you once and you were like, absolutely not. That is not happening again. That is very good summary of it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. It's, it's I can remember like the little sort of like, hey, you know you wanna play again? And it's like yeah. it's like, yeah, like a casual fun game. It's like, no. Like, I'm not walking away. <laughs> was, and I was done. I was like, I got my mind. I'm out of here. <laughs> and then he asked, and he was, and I was like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That was that Can't was that's it. that's what memory of you I really enjoy. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, that was a great, um, great kind of dive into both of us. And I know you have one more big question. Yeah, this is kind of something. It's a question I want us both to talk about. So I came up with this. and We already started to get into it. But do we like the idea that others are taking time out of their day to listen to us? I have another follow up. But let's start with that. Yeah, it, it's something that that's very deep thought of, and to realize that because I, I don't know, I just thought we were posting it and then it's kind of like a, a number like oh side person listen but it's cool right. to get the feedback and it's making the link between those and it brings it, it makes me happy if someone is listening to us and it is helping their life for me i am like if they're taking time out of their day to do that and it's providing a benefit in their life great if I would feel almost guilty, or I, I, I honestly would feel guilty, like because I know for me, time is the most valuable resource. Like, if someone listened to our episode and didn't get um, quality or meaning out of it, then like, don't listen. Like, I'm completely fine to listening because I, I, I want it to be beneficial yeah. for other people. Mm-hmm. So, but what's your take on it? Yeah, I. It's not that I like the facts that people are taking their time out of day to listen to us. I don't, that's not something I take pride in, you know, or anything like that, that, Mm -hmm. oh, we got, this podcast is so interesting that other people are willing to take time to listen to it. I, no, it's not that. I just, it was a thought that I had. I came up with this question because I was like, wow, like that's actually really means a lot because I know I have a lot of things to watch and listen to and only so much time in the day to find space to watch and listen to things like that. So the fact that we have had people choose to use that time to listen to us, it does mean the world. Yeah. It means so, so much. And uh, we say it every episode, but while we're kind of in a more intimate zone, thank you guys so much for listening. It, it means the world. And we I do genuinely hope that you are getting something out of it, whether that's entertainment, whether that's strategy for how you want to do your thing going forward, and any anything. If you're getting something out of it, that, that makes me so incredibly happy. That makes me so, so happy. Yeah. Um, 
And I guess another thing that had me come up with this question, though, because this is, I think this is more interesting. When we do these episodes like we are right now, we're doing them as if people are listening. We don't just talk you and me and act yeah. like no one's ever going to listen to this. We acknowledge that others, that there's an audience, especially yeah. the way we tell stories. And I'll just say, remember when we did that? Like, I'm yeah. like, so Patrick was, uh, I, I, yeah. I kind of yeah. set it up, which is interesting. I've listened to podcasts where people don't do that. Yeah. I've to podcasts where people do that as well. It's just an interesting setup. I, I almost was thought about maybe we should break away from that form and just not have that idea that there's people listening and let's just talk you and I and be in the zone. Yeah. But I also think maybe, and honestly, if you want to leave some feedback in the Q and A about the episode about this, I think it's kind of like makes the listeners feel like they're in the room with us. It feels like they're almost acknowledged in a way. Yeah. And I think it, that's, it's important for us to do that because our, our whole goal with this and, and how we set this up is, as Jack was saying, we're not experts. This is all anecdotal information. So, we want this to be not only our journey, but your journey as well. So if you wanna comment and leave like, hey, I'm in the same exact experience or I went or I underwent the same exact scenario um, and I'm kind of working through it, what did you guys do? Like that, that'd be great that I would love to have that. Um, and if you can find yourself in the room with us listening to it, then great and kind of like i said too one day i would love to see the podcast grow to where we can have listeners just regular people on to where they can share those experiences and how they grew and also something we've been talking about is also if we generate more popularity more of a following that for us to be a platform we could also reach out to some people who are experts and some of the things we're talking about experts in self-esteem experts in alcohol experts in um socialization and all sorts of things we've talked about joy that'd be that's also could be a really cool take to something we've talked about maybe doing and we'll it's definitely we got a lot of goals if you haven't picked up on that (laughs) (laughs) we're ambitious (laughs) um so yeah i think anything else you want to add on this episode of us no i think this has really been a good deep dive and um as the listeners i hope this is informative and kind of gives you guys more of a background on who we are um and just helps you guys grow and and walk along this journey with us as well yeah and then a, a quick tease of what's to come soon so patrick and i are planning on going to europe for a few weeks together and we plan on shooting some episodes while we're out there. So expect that to come somewhat soon. And we're, uh, we're really excited about it. We're already planning yeah. on what gear we could bring and how we want to do it, what we want to talk about, and how we can combine that with some of the places that we are and experiences that we're having. So, yeah, um, we said a million times this episode, but... Thank you guys so much for following us. Thank you for everything that's been DM to the Instagram, texted to me or Patrick, um, and any of the um, apps that you're listening from. Any feedback we've gotten, we we have a place where we save it and keep it. They mean the absolute world to us. And thank you so much for listening. It, yeah, it means the world. Yeah, we want and we want to showcase those too because it's also about you guys. Yeah. So we're working on. The best way to do that and 
feedback helps us and we're not that popular yet so we can reply (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true Uh, we will reply and yeah any also anything you want to hear us talk about anything that you would like us to cover we we are open to ideas for sure because you're taking time to listen to us so we'd love to give that time back and start focusing on things that you guys want us to talk about for sure yeah well i love this episode and love diving into both of us and um i'm looking forward to the next steps well around well yeah me too patrick love you to death this has been a lot of fun love you too brother all righty well thank you guys again and we will see you on the next one have a good one guys